The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi everyone, welcome to Mtunuwatu. This is a bi-weekly production where we discuss social justice, religion, humanity and culture. Mtunuwatu is a Swahili proverb that means a person is people. The proverb was used in Africa to remind people the importance of Timor. Because individually we're weak, but together we're strong. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, and thank you very much for joining Mutunuatu this today, this evening. And today I have a special guest all the way from Nairobi, Kenya, as my brother Steve. And I have Amanda also here, uh, and we are going to talk about something that a lot of us deal with. It could be in a good way, it could be in a bad way. Uh, but uh, the topic today is fear. Uh, we could talk about it in a in a Christian perspective, or we can talk about it in general terms. We just wanted to understand uh, a little bit about fear and why fear and what, why do some people enjoy it? Why do some people don't like it? <laughs> right? So I'm the moderator today, or I'm the host of your show uh, this evening. And thank you, and I hope you enjoy your show today. Welcome. So my first question is, uh, uh, what is fear? Uh, if somebody were to ask you, or your child would ask you, what is fear, Dad? What would you, t- what, what, what would you tell your child? You try to explain to them what fear is. Um, so fear, uh, in a simple way, it's, it's, it's that sense of danger, yeah. of this a threat out there. But I also think... Um, there is what people call positive fear. Um, you, you don't. You should be afraid to just cross the road. Yeah. Yeah. Without checking, because if there's traffic, then that puts you into trouble. Yeah. But if you do it in the right way, then there's nothing to fear. It just, but you do need to be aware that um, crossing the road um, carelessly will put you into danger. Yeah. So you, you can be aware of the danger without necessarily being afraid. But then there are also there's also the other side where, like, um, this is this is harmful. You should run away from it. You should flee when you see it because it will actually um, hurt, you. hurt you, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think there's those two sides, and part of the reason which we can maybe look at um, later is it's partly because we live in a broken world. I think if we lived in a perfect world, then. Fear will never exist. Yeah, fear will never exist. That's true. Yeah. Mm. What do you think fear is? 
Why? You know me, I went to Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, um, the definition was to be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous, painful, or threatening. Um, and it did point out that it can be real or imagined. And yeah. I think that imagined peace is what locks people into like the true anxiety and like those deeper levels, those negative things. That's emotional yeah. type of fear, right? Yeah, that does makes a sense. And uh, <clears throat> for me, I thought that uh, you know, f- uh, fear could be either emotional or it could be physical. And so, when we're talking about fear, we have to also think about the the emotional aspect of it, you know, the 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 physical aspect of it. But I struggled a little bit with understanding the emotional part because I'm, I, it's uh, the emotion. I, I I don't understand emotions sometimes. Uh, but the physical part, I, I kind of felt like that's pretty much natural, like the you know the the fight for flight, the response thing. It's 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 a it's just a natural instinct that we have it in us. Whether you you've experienced fear or not, if something strange happened to you, you're just gonna all, all of a sudden want to fight or want to to run away from it. So uh, for me, I felt like fear it's could be in both both uh, two two ways. Could be emotional. Could be physical. To that sense, yeah, yeah. Like there is definitely like scientists have seen like how the brain lights up with fear, right? Yeah. Um, so the amygdala um, actually shuts down your prefrontal cortex. And your prefrontal cortex is in charge of, you know, rational thinking and judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because you need to make an instantaneous decision, fight or flight. And so you don't need to be rationalizing anything at that moment. If you think back to, like, the true fears, like the, you know, if we're walking out in front of a car. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like those imagined fears um, that where nothing actually is happening, but our body is acting as though something is. So then it doesn't know how to bring itself back down from that moment because um, there's no end of the threat because it never physically existed. And so that's when you hear about people having like panic attacks and those type of things because it just grows because your body doesn't know where the end is of when it needs to turn those things back off. And I was also thinking about the uh, the emotional part of fear, and I think that's more personable. Like emotions are more in tune to individual individual uh, space because mm-hmm. everybody's the way they deal with emotion is all different. So I was thinking, even in fear, emotional fear, it's you can't you can't generalize that because everybody has it in a different way in a, in a different format, and so. The physical one is standard for all of us. Whether you doesn't matter where you're from. If it's you're in danger, you either fight or you run away. But the emotional part, everybody deals with it in 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 their own unique way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And I also think like we tend to think. I'm using I'm using the word think, yeah. but I want to talk about thoughts. So maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but we tend to see man as to separate. Thoughts from emotions, yeah. Mm. But I think every decision we make is intertwined, yeah. Probably with both, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I'm hungry. That's that's not a you. You know you're hungry. Yeah. 
um, your mind knows it, like the signals go to your brain, but then what you eat partly is a, an emotional decision. Yeah. Like that looks good. Like mm. it's just connected more to what you like <laughs> and your emotions. Yeah. It's not necessarily more nutritious. Yeah. And so then I think then sometimes then from that perspective, the fear thing can cross over from the physical to yeah. the emotional. Yeah. And then just, yeah, be really confusing. Yeah. And I think thoughts do weigh a lot into it. Like I think about rats, right? Um, I have a, a physical and an emotional fear of rats. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then there's some people that have them as pets. You yeah. know, so if they or saw snakes or something, yeah, yeah. Snakes, <laughs> spiders, like yeah. some people, like, uh, we knew somebody that had one that was like, a like their spider, a pet spider that's big as a plate. Wow. Um, in their house, <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't yeah. be able to sleep at night, yeah. but maybe if I could associate in my brain, happy thoughts with that rat, then maybe when, you know, a rat just pops out of nowhere, I wouldn't be initially, maybe I'd be startled, but I wouldn't be like jumping on the couch and like not willing to get on the floor again. Cause for some reason, like for some reason, like the rat can't come on the couch. I don't know. In my brain, like I'm safe yeah. on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's some really good, uh, explanation of what, uh, fear is. So what causes fear? What, what is the cause of fear? Like when we, we know that there's emotional part of it and there's a physical part of it. But what is this thing that just triggers the fear in us as humans? I think that part of it is that physical, like, we have to survive. So, you know, there's some things, like, you think about, like, babies, they'll, like, they have that stranger danger phase, right? So if their dad doesn't have a mustache and then a, a man comes around with a mustache or a big hat or something like that, they'll startle and they'll cry. Um, and... Like they're, it, but I believe that's like that physical like help. This something's different. It's not okay with me. Yeah. Um. Kind of fear. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's meant to help people survive. Is this like that that kind of fear? Um. But then I think it can be also instilled in you from other people. Like if everybody around you is scared. Like, if everybody around me is jumping on the couch with that rat, I'm going to jump on that couch as well. <laughs> I'll probably do it by myself. Yeah. But maybe yeah. it happened when I was a kid, and that's, like, now my response to a rat. Yeah. yeah, it might have been different if your parents had a rat as a pet. Yes. Yeah. Or if they were like, oh, cool rat, or whatever, and, like, and stayed really calm, maybe so I cute. wouldn't be calm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And, and I also think, just leaning into that, that um, it, it's... Whenever you're not in control, whenever things change. So if you see, like, um, the example you use, a baby sees maybe a his strange dad. Man. Yeah, strange. And it's strange as cause this is different. Not because mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's yeah. not really strange. Yeah. Um, seeing a man with a heart, but it's just different. Mm-hmm. And so they feel like um, they're not in control. They're not, it's, it's not in the norm. It's not in what they're used to. And so that just causes them to to feel uncomfortable and respond and react in a certain way. And so I think just any time we 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 interact with that which we f- where we feel like we've lost control or um something that appears to be greater or when we sense that we are limited like there's nothing we can do about it um that can trigger fear. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just a natural uh, emotion response to survival. Like fear. It's like you you just don't have any control over it. It just happens. Like when they say I, I'm I like you could you could pretend you're tough, but there's a certain situation that you're going to find yourself in and you will be afraid. Yeah. Yeah, and it's because you want to survive. You want to live. <clears throat> so it's just a survival mechanism for all humans, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, uh, it's in us. It's just a natural thing that God put in us to to trigger survival. Like, I have to find a way to survive, no matter what. That's what causes fear. And my sister really enjoys spiders. Uh-huh. So I have tried to work on my fear of spiders um, and appreciate them, you know, for eating things like mosquitoes, because mosquitoes... <laughs> need yeah. to die but you know yeah. other people might feel differently about that but yeah. um so i appreciate like spiders because they kill other pests and so i try to sit back in that but then if there's a jumping spider i think it's that control thing right like they're they're operating outside of my comfort zone by now they're jumping like they're not just crawling where i can like watch them from a distance if i want to like now they're jumping and i don't know where they landed <laughs> Yeah. So I've yeah. lost that sense of control. So I really identify with that because my fear of snakes, spiders, rats, all of that has to do with I can't control where they're moving next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I think uh, we, c- we can conclude and say that fear is it's caused by our natural instinct of survival, that yeah. we just want to survive. And so anything that threatens that, Hey, I'm afraid of it. <laughs> I have to find a way to run away from it or kill it or fight. Yeah, you know? true. Just trying to do something so I can survive. Mm-hmm. So, so if fear is uh, it's part of human development, is fear part of human development? Like, there's a lot of developmental stages that humans go through. Is that part of it? For babies, and even adults, I think we just constantly growing anyway. <laughs> I think it is yeah. from the perspective that we live in a broken world, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we were made to be afraid. That was not the initial design. Yeah. I, I don't think it was. Um, but now because there's danger in the world, then fear becomes... They, they say pain can be a friend, right? Yeah. Right. So you know uh, there's pain in my knee or somewhere... That needs to be checked out. Yeah. And that pain, otherwise, without the pain, you didn't check it out, and then you might have be really ill and, and just get something crazy um, going on in your body. So I think it, it is then part of the human process. But I also think um, because we tend to see fear as something we don't really think much about it. It's just more of a response. Then we are not as intentional when raising up our kids. Like, it's mm-hmm. okay to be afraid of this, and it's not okay to be afraid of this. There, there are things we do, like fire hot, <laughs> and, yeah. and we instill that on purpose because yeah. we want to preserve them. Mm-hmm. But then we are not, uh, sometimes we are not aware of um, the other areas of fear that are yeah. not really rational. Yeah. And, and 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 we use especially in Kenya we'd use um stuff almost like life like if you go out a monster will get you. Yeah. Yeah. And so we use fear <laughs> as control. 
and 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 we use a lie basically to to keep this person this child in check but we actually build in something in them that might mess them up later yeah. so i think it is a process it's just that we are not really educated or schooled in fear right yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, i think it's it's part of our development because um as you grow you, you there's certain things that you are afraid when you're younger but then as you get older you realize ah, why was i afraid of this you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah so you you as you grow you start to understand things that are dangerous and things that i should be afraid of things that i shouldn't be afraid of mm-hmm. like you're given an example that your parent told you oh monster Yeah. But they, now you grow up and you're like, ah, there's no monster out here. This was just a lie. It was just something to make sure that I don't go outside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's part of development, but it's something that people don't focus on so much because everybody wants to just be, oh, life is good. Life is good. Not really about the fear, but as part of you developing as a human, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um I th- I think part of it is kind of born in us with that whole it's different kind of survival, you know, when the baby cries because somebody's wearing a hat or something yeah. like that or a beard or something different. Um but then we really as parents and people that surround children really instill the rest of that into them. Yeah. You know, and some of it is that positive like look both ways before you cross the street. You need to pay attention. Fire is hot, you know, like yeah. <laughs> those yeah. kind of things, but Yeah. Yeah. And so how did you, how did children learn this fear fear? Because you were talking about I, I, like I'm an infant like can identify oh you know and start crying because my dad doesn't have any beards but this guy has beards. Mm-hmm. How did they, do they learn that like if it's not part of our natural you know development? I think it is for that reason. Yeah, I think part yeah. of it is yeah. probably natural, natural, but then part of it is land. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah cuz during that phase of childhood like every kid wants their mom or dad at that moment and yeah. they will like do anything to get out of somebody's arms to they, get back yeah, to jump their mom or dad. Cry. Yeah, like they'll even like jump and hurt themselves yeah. to get back and away from that person with the hat or whatever it is because there's like that fear is so strong that fight or flight mode is yeah. like programmed into us. Yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> and I think also like uh, for, like some of these things kids can catch them from from just like you're saying Steve like um from the parents teaching the kids don't do this, don't do this. But I was just wondering like an infant how do they like all of a sudden understand that? Like I understand like from like older kids we they're taught don't do this. This is very dangerous. If you do this you can hurt yourself. Or you know just like So we learn from social social yeah. really uh, interaction with each other yeah. like you know or you 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 face the something happens an experience you know you you, you try to climb on a couch and you, they fall and they hit the head on the table yeah so now yeah. they learn <laughs> maybe I won't that's, do that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's dangerous i can't do that anymore so but for the infant i just that's where i was wondering if that's just We, it's it's just already in us. Yeah. I I I probably have two responses to that. So one one would be it, it is in us. Yeah. But it's not in us even from a negative perspective. So yeah. using the example that you're using the baby running back yeah. mm-hmm. to the parent from this man with a hat. Um it's almost that they are learning 
a standard. The parent is the standard, mm. right? So mm-hmm. imagine trying to do life without a constant, a standard, uh, a north, yeah. right? Yeah. So no compass. Yeah, yeah. It, it just becomes crazy, right? So you, you need almost direction, a compass in life. And actually people who are not focused, who don't have that standard, are the people who tend to struggle most in life. Yeah. Mm. If you don't have a moral standard, if you don't have a standard for um, a value for yourself, mm-hmm. if you don't, like, you get messed up. Yes. And so time. I think it's not even necessarily, we view it as fear, right, that the baby is afraid, mm. but maybe in builds, um, just by God's design, it's more like God is teaching this child a standard, mm-hmm. that this mm. is okay, this is not okay. So that then, ideally, um, the parents then become the standard and they, um, that becomes transferred in the child, that this, this constant. And, and then, of course, it develops from the yeah. face of a parent to something else and something else. Yeah. But then there's also the aspect where I believe trauma is passed on, almost mm-hmm. like at a biological, cellular DNA level. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's why certain cultures... Um, are just more bold in some things while other cultures can be afraid about the very same thing like you've heard about the Maasai and lion yeah, yeah. yeah the, mm. if you grew up in a culture that um, for you to be considered a man you'd need to kill a lion I'm sure even the kids view of a lion is probably just in their DNA it's different right yeah yeah, yeah so I think part of it is just at a DNA level that's just passed on yeah yeah. That's true. Mm. Yeah, because if, if yeah, I can't, I'm not gonna try to kill a lion. Yeah, no. <laughs> they, they <were. laughs> I even struggled killing a cockroach. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. going for a lion. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I know we talked a little bit about the fear as being emotional and physical. Uh, so I, I wanted to just ask a little bit again about that. Is fear emotional? Can we just like associate it with the, the emotional part of our being, or it's in, inseparable? The physical and emotional. <clears throat> I think because so the source can be physical, yeah. like like there's a way you can see this as a rational physical danger. Yeah, like it makes sense. Like this car will hit me. Will hit me, yeah. right? Um, and and it's logical. We can calculate that if it hits me, this is what will happen to yeah. me, right? But and then there's this emotional bit that we've. Sp- Spoken about, just I'm afraid of very like um, the the, the rat, yeah, or yeah. spider, um, <laughs> while someone else is not. But I also think it becomes slightly more complex because we are not just either physical or emotional beings. Mm-hmm. It, we do have those parts, but they just are intertwined. Mm-hmm. So one sometimes might be slightly more pronounced, but there's no way you'll fear that car without some of your emotion kicking in. And even if it's emotional, then it also affects your physical. Yeah. 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 I think I think the same thing too. <clears throat> it's it's impossible to separate both, you know. But like you're saying, I think there's 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 moments that the emotion might be dominant mm-hmm. in your in your decisions <laughs> and how you feel, and then there's certain times like the the physical is more dominant, and yeah. you feel like, well, now here I I have to fight, you know. Yeah. And that's more physical. Oh, here, somebody says something and it hurt my feelings. I, I can keep it quiet, but in, you know my emotions will hurt. You know, some stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think with the they they do intertwine. Um but I feel like the um like the immaterial like ir- what what would be the word? Like the imagined fears, like the what if scenarios that uh-huh. we can get locked into and then yeah. they be- we become increasingly fearful about something. Um I think those are connected to thoughts more than, you know, reality. Yeah. And so our thoughts then feed each other and then it just the fear grows mm-hmm. whereas like in a, like a physical threat in front of us like that car or that person or what you know that thing that's happening um that is like our thought about it like almost our thoughts are turned off right like yeah. we have to make a decision in this moment and do something and so i feel like there you know our 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 cerebral cortex is really turned off we make a decision and we fight or flight but those thought ones where they just kind of spin like the what ifs and then what if and then what if, those are the dangerous ones because we we have to be aware to shut them down. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And I, 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 like Amanda, when you we begin to, you're giving a definition to say some of the fears I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So those, I think that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, are those like legit fears or they're just like illusions? And. <sighs> I think like just part of it also is um like Amanda is saying about an emotional if it's a physical fear if you're not emotionally balanced you might be so afraid of cars that you never use them or cross the road right, right? Yeah. Yeah. so it's it's physical but you're like I never cross the road I, I live on this side of the street and that's it mm-hmm. So we understand the physical reality that, yes, cars can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. But because your emotions are not balanced, then that physical fear becomes... Um, like all-encompassing almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does, right? Yeah. Um, and also you can start from an emotional perspective where it's imagined. Like that there are people who are afraid of taking a shower because they think as the water goes into drains away into the hole they will drain they like it will they will also go they in right? like, <laughs> as a kid i thought that i thought oh, yeah? i would like get sucked down the, uh, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you think about like so, like it's impossible right yeah. <laughs> that can't happen yeah but if if but, but the source of that is purely somehow emotional right mm-hmm. and and so if if emotionally you don't develop well even though it's perceived, then it becomes almost like your physical dominance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it literally like you see a shower and you start sweating, and if you're locked in there, you can even die. Just yeah. like your heart's racing and you can't control yourself. So I think um, it can be perceived, but it depends on because we all get those signals. It's just that how emotionally well developed am I? Yeah. So that then I'm able to take that in and process it and overcome it. Mm-hmm. So whether it's from a physical perspective or from an emotional perspective. And just quickly, I would want to add, even from a physical perspective, if let's say um, I, was, I was disabled and I couldn't cross the road, it might be a more dangerous thing yeah. for me than someone who could run across a, a, a major road in Nairobi where it's dangerous if, yeah, all the yeah, time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. anyway. But if you do have something yeah. that would limit your ability <clears throat> to run, mm-hmm. it, it becomes a major stress point. 
Yeah. Right. So in the same way, emotionally, even if 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 there's a certain limitation that you carry, mm. then fear becomes more real mm-hmm. to you. I think. Yeah, there's some people can be afraid of even like <clears throat> boarding a plane because they just assume, oh, this thing gonna go in the air, and now I'm not in control. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that control thing we're talking about, it brings the fear. Yeah, and, and they're like, oh, I'm not in charge here now. You're right. But I have to survive. What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? And all of this, what ifs just drives you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you see in those instances, like the emotional fear or just how they are developed emotionally is so, it's probably limited. It's almost disabled that even the logic of air and flight, there's like no way. Yeah. The physics will never, it com- you know, it <laughs> yeah. explain it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> so, as the, so the last question I wanted to ask: Why do some people then enjoy fear and scary stuff, especially in this country, in America? Yeah. <laughs> like people go like, so they just get they can be scared, you know, like they love that. They just like, I'm gonna go to a haunted house or something. And all these creepy things, and they're walking there just to be to fill their fear. Yeah. What is it with these type of people? <laughs> yeah. What causes some people to just enjoy that thrill of being afraid of something or a rush of that fear in them? Well, physically, yeah. scientists have found that um, that whole process, um, your your body emits a chemical dopamine. And they've linked dopamine to like happiness, like that, um, like dopamine. It, they found like with with sugar and cocaine, like the drugs, right? Like that, um, your body actually has to downregulate the dopamine, like your natural dopamine levels, because of the, what those things do to you. Um, and so, then you end up needing that sugar or whatever to survive because your body has depleted your dopamine levels. So, because you're getting it from an outside source. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, when you're looking for that next adventure and that next thing, you're like looking for that next hit of dopamine almost. Like it's it's like a it's like a, a chemical. High. Yeah, it's like a high. <laughs> and it's yeah. a happiness feeling. Like <laughs> dopamine creates happiness in you. Yeah. So Yeah. 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 I, I definitely agree on on that one. And then um and then the other thing would probably be someone owning a spider. Versus you being afraid of one. Mm. I also think just how people are developed. So that becomes scary to you. But to that other person... It's not scary. It's not scary. Like, you'll be like, are you crazy? Why would you do that, right? But for them... This is fun. Yeah, this is fun, right? But rationally, I understand, like, how somebody could own a spider. Because, like, they are cute and fuzzy, you know, when they're locked in a cage away from me. They're just fuzzy. They're not cute. I don't know. They are pretty interesting, like, how they move. Uh, Like, when when they're, like, not, they can't come near me, I'm perfectly fine with them. Because, like, they are really cool. Like, they're God's Mm -hmm. creation, right? And they they serve a purpose in this big world. Yeah. Um, And so I can see why somebody would own one. But I would never own one. Because, like, I couldn't take care of it if something happened. Like, if it got out. Like, I'd have to, like, move. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to kill it, right? Because it's my pet. But I'd be like, I can't pick you up. Like, I I don't like having fish as pets because I don't like touching fish. Yeah. Like, because, like, at some point you have to do something with that fish other than, like, sprinkle some food in the tank. Yeah. And I can't. Like, it's, it's, yeah, no. 
<laughs> I, I think also like there's there's people that just like you know people just love those moments of fear like it, it, it's when you go through some a, a fear moment you always remember that they can always remember that for years and years it, it's like your like brain just captures that picture yeah yeah forever and so then people probably just get thrilled off of that like mm-hmm. i just want to remember that you know yeah the vivid moment when i got scared and how that felt you know yeah. Maybe that's why they enjoy to go to like scary stuff. <laughs> it could be. And yeah. then I also think um we were like from a positive side, we were meant to live beyond a lot of the things we have limited ourselves to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some experiences actually push us out of that limitation. Yeah. 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 So we, 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 we would climb a mountain, um, which is actually can be very dangerous, yeah. right? If you fall and uh, you might die or push our boundaries constantly uh, yeah because we are meant to live without fear that's 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 yeah. my belief right so there's yeah. that positive side and then and sometimes i can't do it but then someone <laughs> does it for humanity yeah and then maybe one day the next generation will see walks in there as normal yeah. right mm-hmm. <laughs> like like for example the people that go to to the space station or people that now they're planning humans are planning to go to Mars yeah yeah. like and you read a little bit about him like hey this is like some weird space you know to go <laughs> true but the, the humans are just pushing limits and limits and trying to yeah and you can imagine know it's so scary but yeah you can imagine how dangerous the first mission was yeah like the first man mm-hmm. who went yeah. like it was like we don't know if you'll come back but yeah. I don't care I'm just gonna <laughs> push so have it. to yeah. show yeah. that it can be done yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then going back to the memory thing yeah. of like that picture of your in your mind, they found that like memories we would think that they are like the like the sum maybe the average of all your memories during a day um would add up to like how you saw the day. Like your you know, if you had to judge it on a scale of one to ten. But then like as a parent you know, you think like you've had a horrible day and then your kid's like, this is the best day ever. And you're like, how? Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> but they found it's actually, it's the average of the last moment you remember and the peak moment, whether that was good or bad. Yeah. Uh. So like whatever you've decided is that peak moment. So I'm thinking back to like when we ziplined, m- my peak moment was not stepping off yeah. the platform. That was the scariest moment for me. My peak yeah. moment was in the middle of the zipline when I realized I wasn't going to die and I wasn't going to get stuck. And I was looking around going, this is an amazing view. Like this mm-hmm. experience is the best ever. Yeah. And then the end of it, when I was safely arriving, <laughs> like when I take yeah. those two pieces, zipline's awesome. But yeah. it, had I taken the first moment and the last, my average would have been like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and that could be true about just how then, even as kids, the environment around us, like the peak moments mm-hmm. as you grow, yeah. right? Yeah. From our experiences, like there are kids who grow in a very poor space, but um, they don't grow up with a poverty mindset. Right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. of what the, the peak moments of their parents or someone else within that space emphasizes. So mm-hmm. you, and, and I, th- I, which might make sense where sometimes you see like two siblings grew up in the same neighborhood, same house, Mm-hmm. Went to the same school, but their view of the world is so different, yeah. right? You're like, it's how? Just so weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. And I think also there's a, there's a <clears throat> like, especially in America, people enjoy just getting the, um, 
uh, adrenaline high. Mm-hmm. You just want to do like some really crazy to just feel, woo, like feel alive, feel alive. You know that that high that makes you uh-huh. your your, <laughs> your heart pump so much blood in your body. Yeah, and some people enjoy that. I guess you know like that. You know that scary thing. Yeah, <laughs> that scary yeah. feeling. <laughs> what? Yeah. That was scary. And, but there's some people that push limits, especially here in America. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching this YouTube video. That this high school kids, you know that the cactus, mm-hmm. you know how the the the, the pokey things from yeah. the the tones from that is they're very painful. Yeah. And so they were daring each other to see who you take off your shirt and you jump on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like you just wanted to do it for the sake of it just yeah. just to prove something, you know, <laughs> even though they know. This is going to hurt so bad, but they just like take a shirt and just close. They, all they do is cover your face mm-hmm. and then just jump with your stomach in it. Uh, but is that overcoming yeah. fear or is that just. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What I, <laughs> I don't, want to be like stupidity, yeah. but you know, I shouldn't judge. But <laughs> for me, like. Yeah, like, and no, they just you. jump. They don't care. They just. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So. So. Um, I guess we we talked a, li- a lot about that. Like we people get, do enjoy the high that they get out of here, mm-hmm. and that's why there's different people that will not try that. But then there's some people like hey, I can do that. I can go to the highest roller coaster and just like you know drop. And I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, you know yeah. your heart is pumping, but they don't care. It, it feels good. <laughs> so, but I understand like like what we're saying. Like humans are just naturally. Not every human. There's just some specific people that just want to push, try to discover the other side of things. Yeah, you know. And and, and the more they do it, yeah. the more they kind of push the boundaries so that yeah. we have we fear less. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure a hundred years ago, very few people were willing to get on a plane. Yeah, yeah. That's just common. Normal. Yeah. Don't even think yeah. about it. But before you take it, you get your plane. You have all these imaginations, like, oh man, how is that going to fail? And all this stuff. Yeah. But then once you get in the plane, it's just normal. Yeah, it's like you don't even like ever think about. It. But but the majority of humans, the yeah. millions who use planes every day, would never do it if no one else had. Yeah, yeah, done it. One person, the first person hadn't done it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the next, and then the next, because you know sometimes you need a good denominator before you try things out. Yes. <laughs> the rest of us, you need yeah, like, oh, you're gonna a sacrificial lamp. Let it drive fast this year. If you survive, maybe there's a chance for me too. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and maybe that's how part of us regulating our own fear, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just seeing it over and over, like okay, maybe it's. I try bad. this. Yeah, yeah. I try yeah. this. Well, sometimes, like, with people's phobias, don't they have, like, some things where they do that exposure therapy or whatever, where they slowly introduce you to mm-hmm. something over and over again until you feel you like it's it. normal instead yeah. of you're yeah. scared of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we do need to learn how to face our fears. Yeah. Right? Especially if they are holding us. Because fear, basically, in every sense, holds you back. Big time. Yeah. Big yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you achieve anything by fear. Everything, the way you look at it is just like... Other than yeah, surviving. Yeah. Other than surviving, yeah. yes. That's all. <laughs> yeah. In the dangerous situations, but fear in general sense doesn't really get you anywhere. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I think fear is just a result of a broken world. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it tends to be more negative than positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And have you ever thought about like why do people just get scared of that? Like well, everybody just like fighting to survive. Yeah, we all have to die either way. Yeah. I just want to push off that date. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the things to do. <laughs> Get stuff done. Like we all have to die. No matter what you do, you eventually you're going to die, but you're still afraid of anything that can cause your death. You're scared of it. I think it's partly also just we really just want to be in control. We we, we don't to have faith. We don't to believe. Yeah. Like there's someone watching out for me. Yeah. And so you just like, no, this is up to me. Yeah. So you, you just do whatever you can to manage that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you can't, like it's, it's, you, you're afraid. It's scary. But you really don't have control over you that. You don't. Yeah. Like, like yeah. There's no way, there's nothing <laughs> to do to stop that from that happening, that death coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. to the rational thought. Just like that little tiny spider isn't going to hurt me, but yeah. in the moment, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it can kill me. And, and, and I also think, like, then part of our coming fear is learning to be safe within yourself when you're not in control. Yeah, like, well, maybe it's up to someone else. I just, but just knowing that it's fine. Yeah. yeah, like this can happen. You understand it's real. This fear, I can get hit by a car. A plane can crash, yeah. but I'm emotionally safe enough to still go ahead and board that plane. Yeah. 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 Like when, you know, the driving in Kenya, uh-huh. you know, I, it's so different from here. Um, but when my brain starts with the what ifs and the, oh, that was close and the, ah, you know, kind of moments, I just like have to breathe out. Like that's my like, okay. Like, and maybe just look away for a minute and then like, okay, still alive. We're good. Like, yeah. <laughs> like check that box, you know, yeah. you do it enough and then you like, don't think about it. I don't yeah. think I can drive in Kenya still, but yeah. I can ride. I can be a passenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With people I trust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's, like we said, there's, there's a negative part of you and there's also some small positive of it, you know, <clears throat> but the, the negative sometimes is outweighs the positive in life. And there's a lot of people out there that can't even leave their own homes. Like, they can't even, like, you know, have a friend mm-hmm. because they're just afraid. How do you even start? Like, here in this country especially, how do you make a friend, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so because of fear and anxiety, I'm like, what are they going to say of me? That's to talk to someone. Yeah. You know, that kind of fear. You know, I think that's a really bad one, and people should try to learn how to, you're a social being, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't allow fear to stop you from socializing with another human being, and just locking yourself in a, in your home. And there's a lot of people in America like that. They yeah. just come and drive in a garage, and they're just alone all the time in their homes because they're afraid of talking to another human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's not a good fear. No, no, it's not. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I just think. Learning to, we need to learn to say yes more. Yeah. Yeah. Yes to um, when we're invited out into spaces that are not comfortable for us, we're yeah. not used to. Just be like, yeah, let me let me say yes. Yeah. Let me let me try it. Out. Yeah, let me try it out. Yeah. And just then you begin to realize, oh, that worked or that didn't work. But mm-hmm. I learned this or I grew in this way. Yeah. And then one yes will probably lead to a second yes and a second yes. Yeah. And then you become more balanced. And then you also realize 
um, a lot of times that you are missing out on so much mm-hmm. and your life becomes just fuller and the things you discover as you say yes are the good things are tend to be more mm-hmm. than the bad things yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's it's sad that there's people like that and people that just they even kill themselves because they don't have anybody you know yeah. they don't have all they have is their TV mm-hmm. and their laptop So yeah. we've talked about the extremes, the people who are scared of everything and the people yeah. who aren't scared of anything. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they are scared, they're just <laughs> pushing the limit on it. Yeah. So They're scared yeah. of people. True. So it's in the middle. Yeah. We need to live in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Somebody that can't even like take a walk in their own neighborhood because they're, they're just imagining, oh, somebody's looking at, me, looking at me through the windows? Or maybe I don't, like that's, like we said, imagine, <laughs> imaginary fears. But those things yeah. are instilled. Like they were seriously... I had issues walking in my neighborhood years ago. Like, I'm talking teenagers. Um, and I one day I was just like, why am I having such an issue, like, going for a walk? And then I went to visit my grandma, and she has a big old picture window, and she'd just sit there and, like, comment on everybody who walked by. And I was like, this is why I think everybody's commenting about me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I think everybody's got, like, a grandma sitting at their picture window, like, judging me. Like, and why I care, I don't know. But as a teenager, you care about all those things, you yeah. know. Um, but, yeah, just, like, those fears are, you just have to get to the root cause of, like, why am I feeling them? Is it a healthy thing or is it not healthy? And yeah. then you, you figure out, am I going to, you know, face this fear? Yeah. So to just to wind up, what is what kind of uh, advice can you give somebody that's dealing with this, like, and they don't know how to get up, get get out of it? I think say yes, yeah, say yes. Um, not even to the big things, yeah, to the small things. Just look for. I someone told me this um, recently. Um, a pastor I was meeting with that every day, he tries to say no to something. Like so, if if it's a snack or if it's um, going on to social media or switching on the TV, he'll just be like, no, he's practicing practicing his nose mm-hmm. right? because he he's so engaged and so busy and so involved in too much. But then um, that's not the person you're talking about. The person you're talking about is a person who's not involved in anything. Mm-hmm. So then, for them, my advice would be just at least every day say yes, at least one yes. Yeah. To something you'd not normally say yes to. Yeah. And then um you'd be very surprised. Yeah. How much change. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> I think I would also tell somebody that there's so much out there. Like in that square room that you live in, that little box, it's not enough. There's so much that God has given us and things you can learn from people. And just by interacting with people, you just discover so much about not just the the world, but about yourself too. And so, because what is, what is life about? It's life is about trying to discover yourself and try to grow as a human being. So, like like Steve said, just try to say yes to that stuff and see what happens. Yeah. Instead of being lonely and all this kind of stuff by yourself in your home. Yeah. I like that advice. I'm going to steal that for myself. Yeah. I don't know if I'll say yes to the spider, though. <laughs> you know, maybe. <laughs> I've been trying because my sister loves him so much. I'm like, yeah. okay, I can't I can't bear to kill the spider. Uh-huh. So then I'm just like, okay, I'm going to say yes to the spider. But, um, yeah, I think I might take that advice in some areas. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Every, uh, thank everyone for listening. And uh, please uh, make this going. Let's have a discussion about 
this stuff. These are very important things, but we all deal with it. And probably you're dealing with it right now, but we just wanted to encourage you that just say yes to one of them and then say yes to the second one and to the third one and explore and see what, what what's out there and what, what is it for me? What can I learn about myself? Because you really don't know anything about yourself when you're alone. And so try, try to, to do stuff for yourself. You've been listening to Mtunuwatu Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe and click on that notification button so you get notified when you upload a new episode. You can also listen to all our episodes at mtunuwatu.com or your favorite podcast app. Follow us also on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you very much. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.